Welcome back, Business Casual listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week. Uh, I missed you last week. I had um, went out of town and things had got a little busy for me. But the Lord dealt with me while I was out of town in a harsh way. Um, And today that's exactly what I'll be talking about, the revelation that God gave me on my vacation. So I decided for my birthday, me and a couple friends would go to New York City. Um, There's a seamstress there, um, a pattern maker, um, sample maker. It's pretty famous. And I'm putting together a a um, how do I say it a, I'm putting together a pattern um, of a coat that I had got when I was in London and when I was in London I found this coat uh, I really couldn't find a bunch of that style in America and the ones that I found in America wasn't to this build quality So for my birthday, I decided to go to New York, meet with my pattern maker and have him duplicate the coat, but with but in finer materials, materials that I picked because I love the style of the jacket. I just would like it elevated. And while I was out there, I had planned this this beautiful day to go out there and meet with the pattern maker to, um, you know, have some fun at Central Park, uh, get some good food, walk around the city, go to Soho, enjoy the fashion district, uh, go to one of my favorite stores ever, Stone Island, um, and just pop around and, and, and just check out the city. And the spirit had been dealing with me the Holy Spirit and it was saying to put on the full armor because when how many of us know that when we're in our comfort zone we're in home we're at home we're in our routine it's very easy to see when the devil is coming or it's very easy to see when there's um Oh, where you're going to make a wrong turn because you're in your routine, you're in your home, you know how things should go. Um, and when you get out on the road and you are away, that window gets a little bit closed. And so um, on this podcast, I'm very transparent, just like in real life. I mean, but a lot of the uh the information and stuff that I hear from people, they never really tell you the the downfalls of their spiritual walk. It's always, oh, I fasted and I did really, really great. And now I'm at this new height with God and it's never been better. But I keep it a little bit more real because I believe that God has called me to be the one that can share the ups and the downs. You know, so on this trip, I made a number one mistake. Anybody that knows me knows 
that I used to love rap. I used to listen to a lot of rap, a lot of currency, a lot of um, music that induced the want to smoke marijuana because I used to smoke weed um, pretty frequently. I mean, sometimes every day, a couple times a day back uh, a couple of years ago. And the Lord um, spoke to me about it. And I was under a mass delusion that it had no effect on me. There was no problems. Nothing was bad coming from it. And God spoke to me and I got delivered. But a lot of people, when they talk about becoming delivered, they don't realize that just because you're delivered doesn't mean that you yourself can't willfully go back into sin. And on this trip, before I went, the Holy Spirit was like, you're going to be tempted to smoke weed again. You're going to be tempted to smoke weed again. And in my self-righteousness, not understanding that, you know, I mean, in my normal mind, I understand and know that people, myself, nobody is perfect all the time. But because I had been going so long without smoking weed, because I had gone so long without taking an L spiritually, um, like maybe a big L, like I'm sure there's little things that I slip up on all the time uh, and I repent and I repent from. But the big things that God's delivered me from, it had been a while since I slipped up. And one of the things, one of the tricks of the enemy is to make you familiarized. Like he made the atmosphere familiar. So a bunch of my, like a couple of my friends, we started on the, on the, on the road trip to New York, listening to some rap music. And it kind of put me back into that, that, that mode, that vibe that, oh, you know, and I didn't realize in that moment because I was so hype and enjoying being with my friends and I hadn't been around them in a while all together since we all went to London that um, I was being prompted by sin, you know, um, and I wasn't being vigilant and I realized I didn't even read the Bible um, that morning before I went off because we left so early in the morning. So right then and there, my routine was off. So as I'm driving, the atmosphere is set. It's a lot of songs and a lot of the songs are about weed. A lot of the songs are about how good it is to smoke, how, uh, you know, hit this J and fade away and blah, blah, blah. And so how many of us know that on our birthdays is one of the biggest times where we must be the most vigilant because in society, birthdays are a time that people give themselves a window of opportunity to let the wimp, the, the, the cares of the world just fade away. Um, we let our morality go. We, um, a lot of people in the world drink more than 
they normally would on any other regular day. Um, you know, when you when I was really in the world, the birthday was the time where you would try to hook up with random women. And it, it just it's a time that a lot of people don't speak about as far as wickedness, spiritual wickedness. We give ourselves a window to just live it up. And I'm one of these people who, when my birthday comes around, I get birthday blues pretty bad. Um, And I know that it's a spiritual attack and it's something that I normally am vigilant about. And this year was different. I really didn't get no birthday blues. Um, I actually enjoyed my birthday really, really, you know, a lot. September 20th is my birthday. And uh, a bunch of my friends, we were going to go up to, to NYC, my brother-in-law's and everything, to go get this shirt made. To I mean, to go get this jacket made. And as I'm planning this trip, I know that there are going to be vices because everybody enjoys what they want. You know, they're they're adults. Everybody's going to have their they thing. They're going to do what they want to do. But I'm normally strong enough to be like, oh, no, no, no. Y'all do that thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Um, but for some reason on this trip, the atmosphere was prompted. The vices were laid out and my spiritual discernment was very, very low. So when when we show up to New York City and we finally get there, I go to meet my pattern maker and he was supposed to meet me at 11, but he ended up getting, you know, delayed. It's New York. It's a lot of trains and anything can happen. You know, you moving around that city is just not as sweet as Maryland or D.C. And um, we got impatient and decided to just come back. And I really had chalked it up as, all right, I'm going to just have to come back to NY another day. And so after waiting for him for about an hour, we were like, you know what, let's 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 not waste our whole day. Let's just hit it. So as we're walking, we see a sign called Weed World. <laughs> and of course, we're interested, you know, I'm thinking that I'm good enough to just, all right, I can go take a look and not, you know, it is what it is. So I entered that threshold. And when I went into that threshold, I was thrusted right back into that feeling of familiarity where the music was was resonating in my spirit at this point. And now I've literally walked into a principality called Weed World, like a shop set up and it literally sold whatever you wanted. And my partners and I, we partake. We grab some. At this point, I still haven't actively smoked it, 
but it's there. And knowing it's there now, it's in my mind. And it's it's like a voice that's kind of like, oh, it's your birthday, you know, enjoy yourself, relax, feel good. When the next time you gonna have your boys here and y'all gonna enjoy how it used to be, blah, blah. And my friends, they know I don't smoke. So they were they were definitely not pushy, like, oh no, nah, you good, you know, if you don't want to, you know, you def please don't for for our sake. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we walk from the garment district to Central Park. And when we get to Central Park, I just feel like I, I had lost that battle. Like the temptation to want to smoke had just overtaken me. So I smoked. And unlike the other times in life when I smoked and I felt euphoric and, oh, this feels good. There was something different going on. Because recently I had just went on an entertainment fast where I hadn't listened to any entertainment. I was just reading the Bible for a straight week. And when you stir the Holy Spirit up in you on that level, it has more dominion over your body than when you're at a constant state of turmoil with your flesh. Like when people drink all the time, it's nothing for them to drink a little extra and then not mess them up. But when you cleanse your spirit, when you cleanse your body, it only takes a little bit of something to really, really feel it. So for some reason, the, the, the weed this time, it instantly like gave me a headache. And so this very good time that I was having in, in New York was instantly under attack. I, I was instantly transported into, oh wow, I'm not having as good a, as good of a time as I used as I was having before I gave in to sin. And so I'm walking through New York and you know we decide to catch the, the train back to well over to Soho. And on the train God prompts me to just, you know, read the, the Bible app. So I'm reading the Bible app and I'm meditating. I'm asking God to take the he headache away. And like a good God, he does it. The headache goes away. I start feeling better. And I forget about the pain that I was just in from succumbing to the sin and as we're walking through Soho, um, my boy lights up again and ever so casually passes it to me because I guess he was in the mind frame of, OK, he, he's smoking today. And without even consciously thinking about it, here I was smoking again and the headache came back. But this time it came back way worse way way worse and it didn't go away it stuck with me and 
when the pain came back, I remembered, wow, God really literally just delivered me. And because the 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 atmosphere is so ready to just delve back into the cares of the world and the flesh and, you know, living this carefree birthday lifestyle that the world pushes, I was again prompted to forget about the great things that God was doing in my life. But this time I could tell that the Holy Spirit inside of me was just not pleased, just wasn't happy. So the headache was getting worse and worse and worse. So then as the day progresses, we decide to get something to eat later on. And the headache is just there. The light, I'm sensitive to light. Like, it, like it's just not a good state of affairs at this point. So we go into a, a restaurant that I'm convinced now is like a lot of people won't believe me, but you have to really, really watch where you eat because a lot of this food is sacrificed to idols. And the name of this restaurant was the Juniper. And I didn't realize that that was like some new age uh, belief type restaurant type stuff. And so we go in and I order the mushroom risotto. Now, let me tell you, Earlier in the day, before I had smoked, we went to this breakfast restaurant and we literally had the best food. Everything was it, it was it was better than what I could ever even imagine. Like It was so, so good. And one of my homies had got this seafood risotto with calamari, shrimp and um, uh, scallops in it. And when I say it was so it like. I took one bite of it and I was like, yo, I later on for dinner, I'm definitely grabbing. I'm definitely grabbing me some something with risotto in it. So we're at this restaurant, the Juniper. I'm already have a headache. I'm kind of sick from the headache. And I ordered the mushroom risotto. And when it comes out. I take a couple bites of it and I'm like, it's not good. It's, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. Like it was still edible, but I could tell that it just wasn't good. And I ate about half the plate and I went to the bathroom. And my friends will tell you, I got really, 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 really quiet. And they were like, bro, is everything okay? Like, you know, and I was just like, bro, like I'm... Like the rum is spinning, be like I, I'm. <laughs> I don't feel good, and it was like, all right, cool, you know, um, you know, let one of us drive. We going, you know, hit. Let's get on the road and let's get let's let's go home. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right. So we get in the truck. Now my stomach is ag- aggravated. Um, my head is spinning. And it's just a recipe for disaster. It's now really dark outside. It's nighttime again. And every how, how many of y'all know when you got a headache and you sensitive to light, every time you look out of the front windshield, 
that light that glares just, you know, it, it sends this splitting migraine, sharp pain in your brain. And you just like, oh, Lord, you know, so we're driving, we're driving, we're driving. I'm getting more quiet and more quiet and more quiet. And my homies is looking like, yo, <laughs> are you OK? And I'm like, bro, I I think I'm OK. You know what I'm saying? And my one man was like, look, the next rest stop, we, we just going to we going to go to the, we, we going to pull over. So I'm I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm just like, all right, let me just let me just make it to. So I'm just like, yo, I just I just have to make it to the rest stop. I'm gonna be all right. So we had went to 7-Eleven earlier that day and it, there was a, a empty 7-Eleven bag. So I reached behind me and I, I slowly grabbed the 7-Eleven bag and I open it. And I'm just like this overwhelming feeling of just, yo, I need to throw up like I got to get this out of my system. And so we hit one bump. I just remember it was one bump we hit on the highway. And I literally, everything came out of me, like rushing into this bag. Like it was just, I was throwing up so much. It, it, I, it was, it was bad. It was one after another, after another, after another, after another, until it felt like everything in my stomach was completely out and cleared out. And my homie got us to the rest stop. And like, I'm telling you, everything is still spinning. Like, I'm just like, oh, man. And as we're driving, like, I'm tying this bag of throw up up. Sorry for anybody who's weak stomach. And I take the bag and I just tell my homie, yo, get into the slow lane. I'm going to just toss this out the window because the smell, I just didn't want anybody like having to ride with that. And luckily, God was with me because it all went into the bag. Like there was none that got anywhere else. So I throw the bag out the car. It didn't hit anybody. I hope I pray it, that, that it didn't hit anybody. And um, as we pull up to the, the rest stop, I get out and I walk in and my boy is like, yo, do you need me to get you anything? I'm like, yeah, bro, give me, throw, grab me some Excedrins and, you know, um, shoot, maybe even some Pepto-Bismol, something, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I think I got food poisoning from that mushroom risotto. And I had sent a picture of the mushroom risotto to my wife. And when I, when she texts me back, like, I guess she was asleep. So when she texted me back, she was like, don't eat that. That something looks wrong with that risotto. And I wish to God <laughs> I would have gotten that text before I ate half that plate because something was definitely wrong with that mushroom risotto. So I'm in the bathroom. I'm throwing up. Um, It's coming out both ways at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> everything like I'm, I'm in a bad way I'm, I'm in a bad way and I just remember in that stall at this at this um, rest area thinking I woke up 
today. And I the last place that I thought I would be was feeling like the world was spinning sick as a dog in the rest area. And how many of us are grown enough now to know that that's not a good time? Like when we're young and we're 20s and we oh we turning up. Uh, let's throw caution to the wind and blah, blah. Let you get around 30. Man, the, the bounce back is not the same. And so I heard God clearly in that bathroom say to me, the Holy Spirit needed to cleanse all of the illness, all of the sickness that you brought upon it. And when I say the Holy Spirit literally purged everything out of my body, like he 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 did. And a lot of times we think everything bad that happens to us comes from the devil. And what I'm realizing is most of the time everything more, more, more things than not happen because of our own disobedience to God. We have a Holy Spirit that's working in us when we're saved and and, um, going through the sanctification process that nudges our minds and our bodies and our spirits to leave certain things alone, to, you know, get in the Bible, gain some strength, leave, leave certain stuff alone. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Just some stuff you just got to leave alone. Blatant sins and uh, weights and strongholds, things that just you battled with before and God delivered you from. When you really trying to get close to God, trust me, don't go back to it. Because like the like the Bible says, when a man goes back, it's like a dog going back to his vomit. Like when a man goes back to his sin. It's like a dog going back to his vomit. And I realized that when I smoked that weed, it didn't have the same taste anymore. It didn't bring me euphoria. Like it instantly gave me a headache. Like it was. And I know the difference between good weed and bad weed. It wasn't really that bad of weed. But I know for a fact that the work that God put into me allowed me to know that it's not for me no more. It's I'm I'm that my vessel does not accept that anymore. It's like I I was a gas car with a gas engine and now God has replaced it with a Tesla electric engine and I tried to put gas into my electric engine. Something is going to malfunction. And the Holy Spirit being the amazing mechanic that it is literally fixed me up and after I left out of that rest stop and I purged the bad food the weed had wore off everything like even I even had some beers that day like with my with my lunch and even those made me just sick and just not feel good and um, I just I just really came to the conclusion that when the Lord delivers you from from something, 
I felt the word of God when it says when you're delivered and you go back, it's like eating dogs, eating their own vomit. Like me smoking that weed felt like me eating that bag of vomit. Me uh, going into the restaurant with that unclean name and knowing that there were signs and symbols in there that just wasn't right was me sitting down and having them bring me a plate a throw up and me saying oh this looks great let me tear into this plate of throw up and I just want to encourage those of you who are struggling and trying to get close to God that you are not alone sometimes we backslide sometimes we fall off the straight and narrow but God has grace God has mercy. God has favor. He will forgive you. Um, And when we fall off, a good God will chastise us. A good God will immediately let us know we done messed up. And it's not a bad thing to be sick all the time. Sometimes your sickness is a sign that you're doing something wrong to your body, to your vessel that God gave you. And I can tell you right now, and I've said it tons of times before about, man, I will never smoke again. But there was something different about this time. Like all I could think about is my child. All I could think about is my wife and just how sorry of a state I was in. Like I was no good to nobody in that restroom. Uh, Sick as a dog, you know, just not being vigilant of my temple, not being vigilant of my mind, not being vigilant of what I'm putting in my body and just conforming to what society wants for us. And I never want to feel like that again. I never want to feel just out of control when God gave us a mind, a strong mind to be able to do so many great things. Why would you give yourself over to things that are meant to take you out of your mind because you don't you don't really value your mind until you don't have it no more. You don't really value having health and strength until you don't have it no more. And these times in our lives where God gives us a glimpse of having no control over our mind, we have a a migraine that's splitting And the room is spinning and there's nothing we can do about it. That's God saying, then don't you love when you wake up and you you can pray, Father, thank you for waking me up in my right mind. Thank you. And I don't want to give up being in my right mind for no five minutes of fun, 20 minutes of fun, 30 minutes of fun, an hour of fun. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope this gives somebody the strength to leave that vice alone, to leave that weight alone, to leave that sin that's calling your name alone. Especially those who struggle with sexual sin. God talks about all other sin a man does is outside of his body. But when you commit sexual sin, that's the one that you commit with your body. So be strong. Thank you so much for for tuning in.
I hope this did not gross out a lot of people. Um, And I hope you got the message. Thank you so much. Tune in next week. Peace.